Welcome to the Shop Girls on My Talk 1071. I'm Allie Kaplan with my mom, Harmony. Hope everybody's day is off to a great sunny start. It's beautiful out there. It is beautiful. Perfect fall day. Is, oh, well, as I came in and felt just a tinge of a chill, mm-hmm. I thought, this is Allison's favorite kind of weather. It is. It is. Fall is yeah. all. What I love it's the about. fall. I don't yeah. really like to be cold. But this no. is like a Did little you, crispness to the air. I love very okay, much. Okay, but here's the question. Did you really not turn your heat on last night? Nope. <gasps> it was like 50-something in our house. Well, my husband believes that the amount that I like him is directly, cor- uh, corresponds directly to how cold it is. So the colder it is, the more I like him and the more oh. likely I am to cuddle with him. So he would prefer to live in an icebox. Yeah, well, when you start I won't turning go the quite heat that on, far, we'll, we'll but he does radiate a lot of yeah. uh, heat. Gives off a lot of hot air. Yeah. So, no, we did In not need ways. this. Yes. <laughs> we did not put on the uh, heater this morning. Oh, okay. um, I'm wearing my jacket that I got at Arks Value Village yes. when we did our event a couple weeks ago. Yes. And it Seven dollars. Really six. It actually cost you six. That's you right. I got special, an extra yep, discount. I had the special shop yep, girls deal that did. day. Yep. Right, $6. So I feel very good about that, and I actually like it, too. It's cute. And it felt like if I wasn't going to wear a period costume to go to the Renaissance Festival this afternoon, I would just wear camouflage, and maybe no one will be able to see me. Oh, I bet that's it. That was my thought about it, because I'm a little intimidated. You're good for the trenches, too. (laughs) Well, I'm meeting up later today with one of our regulars, our regular listeners, knower and lover, Fatima Olive, beauty expert. I don't know. I suppose it, it probably... Probably fits. Maybe we could see if she can like give us a report from the scene because Fatima, when we made this plan with our children, although I think she might be more excited than any of the children, she immediately began planning her costume. And she was sending me pictures and she had like, she's had this all mapped out and she's completely serious when she's like, does anyone else need help with their costume? I'm like, (sighs) I don't think anybody else is wearing a costume. She's really into it. Maybe she wants to get hired. She loves it, loves dressing up. It is like who she is through and through. I like that. Yeah, I do too. We'll see if we can uh, get a report from uh, from the Renaissance Festival. A good okay. day for that and for lots of uh, outdoor adventures. Um, and with that chill in the air, yes. I suppose it makes sense. It's hard to believe it's time already. But yesterday, Askov Finlayson uh, store in the North Loop, Eric Dayton's store, um, they introduced their newest batch of North hats. Yeah. Are you ready for that? Are you guys ready for your to think about your new winter hat? No, I'm not thinking about it. Well, what's interesting is, you know, this was the year that they announced their 110% give back and like this real focus on, you know, not just being about the North, but being about um, climate change and, and, you know, giving back to environmental causes. And um, so it makes sense that their newest version of the North hat is now made of 100% recycled yarn. Yeah, I was amazed at that. I think it's I think it's smart. And I actually felt the hats. And I will tell you, I think I might like the recycled better. It's softer. Oh, I was just going to ask you. Oh, it is softer? Not that the other ones were not soft, but it's just, it is very soft. And I I like the feel of it. And I love the look. We'll put a link. They've got a couple new styles. Yeah, the picture that they have where it's got like the little... Oh, it actually says something. It says North. Does it say North? Yes, Mom. All the North hats say no, North. No, no, no. I know it's in big letters, but I couldn't tell. Now oh. I can see. It's a design. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Just like, like a little squiggle I know it looks line. Like, like a spaghetti, like a, what do you call that kind of spaghetti? Mm. 
you know, hope you know. Uh, we need the we need the weekly dishers. Oh my gosh! I don't know which kind of noodle that the spiral is. Spiral vermicelli. I no, don't know. It's not vermicelli. That's the, <laughs> it's like it's it's a one of the squirrely noodles. It's a spiral kind Spirals. of thing. There Whatever. You go. Yes. Anyway, and it's very cute. I anyway, like that. it's um yeah. So they give to um organizations that are working to solve climate change with every purchase. So that's anyway, great. Nice. Yes. I, I don't know if you're ready to wear it quite yet, but, but I'm you guessing could buy it and within be all set, be set, and within a matter of weeks weeks probably will be here um we got last week was it last week that we were at the general store yes gosh okay so after the show we went to excelsior as we excursion i didn't realize how close it was yes (laughs) (laughs) i'm a little directionally challenged wow yes so there we were in excelsior and um we got which we didn't realize we were going to get a sneak peek because we thought gray home and lifestyle was open it actually wasn't open quite yet they just didn't like us because the door was locked right they looked at us. They weren't quite ready, yeah. you know, codes and building right, issues and all right. that. But they are now open, so this would be the and this would be a delightful weekend oh, to be walking perfect. around on Water Street. But yeah. we got the the sneak preview last week, and it's really pretty. Now I loved it's, Gray Homes prior location because it was you know it was an interesting setting and it feels felt like an old home and it was cool how they had it decorated this is a much more you know just kind of open and it gives them just like a white box to to do what they want but i feel like they're the merchandise probably shines a little right it's light and open i think it looks really good and the other new thing about it we've talked about how gray home and i love this collaboration they teamed up with their former next door neighbor, Aaron of Golden Rule, to do a children's collection, right, Pip and Pal, which they about. were basically just selling, you know, kind of on the on porch. The patio, yeah, yeah. Between the two stores. Right. Now Pip and Pal has a full room in that the back of the store. So cute. It is adorable. Yeah. Like you'd like to just dress your kid in that. Yes. At all it times. is exactly how like Instagram tot sized hipsters would want to shop and dress, I yes. believe. Yes. Yeah, I um, right. very you know, a lot of uh not a lot of bright colors, Mom. No. Are you okay with that? More muted. There are pinks though. There I like are the pinks, pinks, but a lot of grays and, and just yeah. you know, but just the most adorable jackets and and little and, and just merchandise. So I put a picture of it up on my Instagram at Alley Shops yesterday, and they've got a beautiful Instagram, Gray Home and Lifestyle, and Pip and Pal if you want to check them out. So And New Joel Reasons. Kaplan. Yes. Who I know very well. Uh, yes. His watercolors are yeah. at Gray Home as well. Mm-hmm. And they really look good the way she has them displayed. They do. I think, you know, it's kind of a right next to the Faribault blankets. Yeah, indeed. Yep. Um, Okay. did you uh, I feel like it it seems already like it was weeks ago, but the Emmys were this past Monday. Yes. And did you have any um, thoughts that you've been saving all week that you just need to get out? I don't know that I've been saving them. Um, I would like to correct Something you said on Lori and Julia. Please do. You actually said that I loved Michelle Dougherty's dress. I I, thought you did. First of all, even when we spoke, we never talked about Michelle Dougherty. I must have gotten her confused. Never liked her dress. Okay. (laughs) And I do not want to be associated with saying that. Wow. But I did really like Tiffany Haddish's dress. And I know it was an homage to her father and his country that he's from. The stripe, the The one that looked like a parachute. 
Well, I, I she just I just I that was a, I mean, I don't mean it any disrespect. I just that when I saw that dress and I saw those stripes and those colors immediately, I just thought of a big parachute that, you know, you get a group of people around and you flip the ball up in the air. That's what I thought of. Well, you're wrong. And she I it, thought, were positive thoughts. Oh, OK. Well, I mean, it was certainly fitted at the waist. I mean, yeah. it wasn't like a big... I don't mean the fit. I, know, I just, just mean the colors. literally the colors but made I, me think parachute. I thought she looked really great. And I guess, I think only Tracy Ellis Ross could pull off the dress that she wore. This pink number. Um, I was wondering, we didn't discuss that. How did you feel well, about it? I did feel like the top looked a little bit like a balloon that was deflated. Mm-hmm. But I, it was nipped in at the waist and all. And she can carry it off. She wears such high-end you know, designer me, things. To me, it's all about her face. Like, the look on her face and just that she, confidence like, oh, and yes. that, like, oh, yeah, and, you know, I got this. Like, you, you you can't help but like her in that dress. Would right. I choose that dress? Probably not. Well, I wouldn't look the same on you. She's, Thanks, Mom. Yeah, <laughs> I mean, you. she's, well, no, I mean, she's tall and she can carry it How off tall is and she? all that. Is she real I, tall? Well, certainly taller than you. <laughs> so, you know, and she's also got a few stylists working on her. But one of the things that I was reading, too, is one of the big looks, if you paid attention from the whole thing, was the eyeshadow. It was all in color. She had like a deep pink. And many of them were wearing really bright color. Like, Issa Rae was not wearing to, blue eyeshadow yeah, to, to match to her blue jumpsuit. Just yeah. make their eyes look good. It was really like it. It showed up. I mean, like you wanted to to know what that was all about. So a lot of them were wearing that. Um, I don't know. I thought I thought uh, Kristen Bell looked extremely good. I I, I mean her I, white column. Yeah, you know, I mean that sleek. to me that was about her, not the dress. I mean, like the dress. Well, the dress is understated. It's not it, that memorable, but it was just her in that right, dress was right, like the Whoa. way she pulled it off. Because white man, that is the toughest yeah that's scary yeah to no. be in that form fitting of i mean oh, in white yeah. I oh wouldn't boy be doing that. nothing no. left to the uh-uh. imagination no. i was i just love seeing sandra oh back out oh. you know just being back out there i've yes. missed her and with her mother was, and did you the whole see thing her mother? and and her dress i i thought she looked beautiful yeah no she did did you like leslie jones suit so Her people have been asking suit. me about that this week. That that dress keep that suit keeps coming up. I did. I mean, I liked it again. I thought it it's got to fit the person and that right. fit her again. It was Christian Siriano, and I I mean I don't know that I would like that just in general, but I think on her the whole idea of the iridescent um, pantsuit. I I thought she pulled it off well. Yeah. Yeah. Good stuff. Yeah. Um, all right. Well, when we get back, um, oh, goodness, uh, there is a handsmaid tale didn't take home a lot of Emmys. None. Surprisingly. I don't believe. Well, they might have gotten zero. Some, though, yeah. Zero would be but not, none yeah. of the none of the big ones anyway. OK, so people were disappointed. I know I should be watching that show. I haven't been. I don't even care. No, well, I don't everybody says it. it's amazing. But more importantly, there's a controversy And it has to do with costumes. We'll fill you in on that. And of course, talk about Chrissy Teigen when we get back. You're listening to Shop Girls on My Talk 107.1. 
Welcome back. You're listening to Shop Girls on My Talk 1071. I'm Allie Kaplan with my mom, Harmony. Hey, if you have ever thought about publishing a book or you're just like, a, you you love books, you're writing a book, you're reading books, anything related You've to books, seen a book. you want to be listening in a little while, we're going to talk to um, two local gurus from Wise Inc. So be listening for that. Um, also wanted to mention one of our listeners uh, heard us talking about fall and the Christmas in the air and Excelsior and said that she is out at there's an Excelsior event happening. Oh, there is? Right now, it's Excelsior Apple Days. <gasps> and it's oh. all about a maker's um, food fest. I wonder oh. if the Weekly Dishers talked about it. Yeah, it's like outdoor and food and makers and all oh, the things. Oh, what a perfect day. And yeah, she said it's lovely. And if you're looking for something to do this evening... September Are we 22nd. All meeting at your house? No, oh. let's meet at Ridgedale. Listen oh. to this. It's kind of interesting. Remember when Rosedale did this too? Maybe this is a new trend. Ridgedale is putting on a concert tonight in the oh. parking lot. It's uh, called Rocket Ridgedale, and it's the Johnny Home Band. Um, and it's a free night of family fun featuring the Johnny Holm Band. There'll also be kids' games, activities, and giveaways. Uh, it goes, it starts at 5 o'clock from 5 to 7. There'll be a DJ. 5 to 8, there'll be kids' games and activities. And then the concert starts at 7. Huh, that sounds like fun. Yeah, should be a nice night for it. Okay, good deal. Um, Okay, so so. let's talk about the Handmaid's um, Tale and their problem. Mm -hmm. It wasn't really their problem. It is a uh, costume house that is called Yandy. I think that's how you'd say it, Y-A-N-D-Y. They are considered a Halloween costume superstore. Mm -hmm. And they came out with a very, it turns out, offensive Halloween costume. Because for anybody... And I certainly didn't really know exactly what the show was about. For anybody who doesn't know, it's the show's on Hulu. Maybe that's why I don't watch it. I don't have Hulu. That's, that's it. it. Okay. So it's based on a Margaret Atwood book. And it's, it's called, they say it's a dystopian drama about a near future universe where the United States government has been overthrown by mm-hmm. a totalitarian state in which women are stripped of their basic human rights, yeah. kind of like today. Uh, well, okay, that's let's yeah. not even go there. Yeah. Anyway, so they were selling. They are known for selling. Yandy is no known for selling sexy costumes, mm-hmm. and they turn everything. They have one that they used to sell called Officer Pat You Down, mm. um, and <laughs> in a sexy cougar costume. Didn't you do that one a few years ago? Oh, I think it Come was, on, but so long. Anyway, so they <laughs> so had one old. that they released called the Brave Red Maiden costume for $65. Yeah. So apparently, if you watch the show, you know that the handmaids are held against their will and barely kept alive just for procreation. And so their red robes are really to make sure that you understand that their status is that they are have oppressed wombs and they are stripped of all their humanity. Not really a sexy costume kind of connotation. So um, they got in just a little bit of trouble and realized fairly quickly and apologized. They said over the last few hours, it has become obvious that our (laughs) Yandy Brave Red Maiden costume is being seen as a symbol of women's oppression rather than an expression of women's empowerment. This is unfortunate as it was not our intention on any level. Our initial inspiration to create the piece was through witnessing it, its use in recent months as a powerful 
protest image. So anyway, they apologized greatly and um, did take the costume out of their uh, inventory. So mm-hmm. and so ends the handmade. Well, tale. shoot. You were planning on getting that. Yeah, I'll have to come up with something else now. Not so smart. Um, Meanwhile, your friend Chrissy's line at Target is now available. Did you run? I thought it's not available till the 30th. Oh, no, I'm sorry, 30th. I was thinking 20th. No, book is available. Right, right, right. Okay, so it's it's this coming, this next week. So you're you're basically still getting ready. Yes. You're preparing yourself. Are you having like a pre-Chrissy party? She had to go to the throat doctor. Her voice, she's been on a real, you know publicity blitz for her book and all she cooked on uh kelly and ryan mm-hmm. the other day but her throat you know so i'm hoping that she'll be all right when you know she has to talk about this but um what i i am getting ready for it because as anybody who doesn't know uh there are 44 items in this collection ranging from 13.99 to 140 dollars everything from her favorite knife to a Dutch oven and a 12-piece set of aluminum cookware. They all will be online at Target and at the Target stores. But there was an article on Vox. Now, I know that you told me it's exactly what you said, and I'm going to give you credit. You certainly have the same outlook. But what I thought was interesting about this is they were comparing her and Gwyneth Paltrow. And I thought it was a really good comparison because it was saying when I want to give it to exactly if I can find it and probably I won't because I'm looking for it. They were saying that Gwyneth is one of those people who you are never going to be friends with and that really speak for yourself. Well, you probably are, but that she doesn't really want to be friends with you either. Okay. (laughs) That, um, but the difference is that Chrissy does. You feel like she's your friend. She said, they said she's a domestic goddess for Twitter age. Paltrow doesn't want to be your friend, doesn't pretend it. She's just aspirational. Chrissy wants to be your friend and loves Target. Her whole brand is that she's just like you, only better. But you can strive for her kind of betterness, you know? Mm -hmm. And so I think that, that that's why they said that people trust her. I thought this was a really good point. They said her gift is her authenticity and that we believe her and target is an all-purpose home goods store but it's fun it isn't luxury but it carries out the niche as the big box store with taste okay i'm just gonna remind you what? that you I, remind as you're you? as you're quoting from yeah. vox media okay. from some right. random what reporter you, you don't even know that i wrote a very minus the gwyneth comparison which yeah. is just sort I of like a contrast that. i like that comparison. that's fine yeah. i literally wrote the same analysis one week ago mine came out first yeah okay. and we discussed it last week yeah and i don't remember you quoting from it well, that's because every time I try to quote you, you say, you know, I wrote that, didn't you? And so then you make no, me feel like I shouldn't do it. No. Well, I think You the also bottom... order ice cream tea at the Bryant Lake Bowl, which is always amusing. <laughs> well, who walks into the Bryant Lake Bowl and says, do you have green tea? Just a minute. Look at green tea at the Bryant everything. Lake Bowl. They did. did she get it? They, they did have it. Uh, they but had not ju- ice. Just not ice. They had jasmine green tea. Uh-huh. My only request was, could I get it brewed and then poured over ice? It is amazing how that makes me. everybody pause. Like, Isn't why it? Like, is that? What is like, that hard? Is that hard? Put some ice in it. Yeah. It's 
why does that make everyone just like it, it just overwhelms? And, oh, there are certain waitresses waiters. that immediately say, "Sure, I'll just <laughs> brew it," and then when it's brewed, I'll put it over. Yeah, it. and then there are mm-hmm. others who look at me like. What are you talking about? Right. This is like, I bet Chrissy Teigen would get it. Oh, of course she, she would, would totally get it. Uh, yes. there, there are no doubts about that. Actually. Absolutely. Actually, Gwyneth, if you're talking green tea, she might as well. I've oh, met, she'd have some I've mentioned this before and you still haven't done it. You have got to go back and read the New York Times ma- Sunday magazine story about the business of Gwyneth. Oh, and okay. Wait, it it's is, in the Sunday magazine? It was in, it, yeah, it ran like in July. I'll see if I can find it okay, again. Okay, send it to We've, me. Yeah, well, we can put a link up. It is such a good, it was It was written by, I mean, it's very, very funny. And the yeah. author spent a lot of time with her in her house oh. where like, um, you know, Mr. Coldplay was there and the fiance oh. was there and the Brian kids Falchuk. and the kids are, I mean, it was just like craziness, but like everything that you um, envision the Gwyneth life to be is in, it's in this story. Really? And it, and it kind of talks about how, first of all, Gwyneth is so such a savvy business person and completely yeah. understands that, yeah, people are going to give her a hard time for, you know, hawking thousand dollar jeans or whatever, but she needs you to feel like it's just a little like that is the mystique. And right, people if you, love that they're fascinated by reaching for what she has there that she needs that aspirational component. That's what makes well, that's what, work. Yeah. But I still think that Chrissy's going to do better. Ah, well, I don't yeah. know. I mean, I, I don't know how I you mean, measure that. I well, mean, Goop at this point has how much has money like, they make. Well, Goop is doing okay. I'll I'll find the numbers for you. Could you but do I that, mean, please? You know, she has a. T- there are like two hundred employees. I understand. No, I understand that. But like, if you look on her site, is there anything that you really would look at and say? Well, sure, her company. This, okay, Gwyneth Paltrow's company is worth two hundred and fifty million. And do you think how goop? This is the article. How goop she, haters no made Gwyneth that lady Paltrow's. Says you never let me oh talk. Oh my god! Sorry, I just was trying to Boy. read you the headline. Go ahead. Okay. Go ahead. We, we won't talk about anyway. that, lady. <laughs> oh <my God. laughs> but um, what I'm saying is, like, I would look on Gwyneth's goop thing, but probably I would find most things either too expensive or silly kind of things, and I don't in any way feel like, oh, but if I get that, I'm suddenly going to have Gwyneth's life. And if I go and buy the pots and pans from Chrissy, I can go make her recipes. Not that but will you? To. Right, well, exactly. No, I don't cook, so. All right, ponder <laughs> that. When we get back, everything you've ever wanted to know about publishing and some trends in the book industry. That's next on Shop Girls. Welcome back. You're listening to Shop Girls on My Talk 1071. I'm Allie Kaplan with my mom, Harmony. Really excited to meet our next guests. It's Dara Beavis and Amy Quayle um, of Wise Inc., a company that you probably want to know. You guys have been around for five years and already published 250 books. That's right. That's yeah. a lot. That is a lot of books. How, how many books do you guys re- I mean, I assume you've read them all, of course, right? Of course. You've read every book you publish. <laughs> but, but you must read a lot more than that to, to to get with the good ones. So like I'm how more book people are you reading a book a day? What's happening? <laughs> depends on the day, Allie. It really? depends on the day. <laughs> but That's I, very impressive. I I'm actually jealous. We need to start by understanding what your company yes. is. Yes. Tell us a little bit about Wise Inc. Oh, thanks yeah. for asking. Miss Harmony with the amazing glasses. <laughs> yes. yes. Yeah. Well, we're all about stories. We believe stories can change the world and that's what gives us purpose. So, you know, every book that we publish we feel like we're contributing to, you know, making the world a little bit better. But and how but are you but, a, 
Excuse Go me. Ahead. I'm sorry. But are you a publisher? Do you, I don't really understand. We Do are. you help mm-hmm. so people we are a come up with ideas? Do you help people write the books? What what is your function and goal? <laughs> so what so we're 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 a book publisher and we hand select from people who reach out to us from all over the country, some people all over the world. And what we do is we talk about what is their book idea? How do they want their book idea to in some way make an impact or change the world? Okay. Then we pull together their team. So then we have editors we work with, designers, artists, um, proofreaders, writers, and we pull together the team that they need to have that book idea be the best possible end product. We work with them on marketing and we work with them on distribution. We do eBooks. So we're full service. Yeah. But but there, but I thought that there was a self publishing element to this. There is, we're really looking for people who with an entrepreneurial spirit who want a book that is custom designed to help them and their mission. Um, We're also looking for people who, who want the quality of something that came out of a traditional press who maybe had that option, but are choosing to be independent. So it's kind it of a hybrid. Them. We are so hybrid. they're ultimately paying to publish their book. They are. Okay. Mm-hmm. So we're kind of like a creative agency. It's a Got real it. interesting new way of doing this. Yep. So you don't need an agent to come to Wise Inc. You sort of hire us as you would a regular creative agency, but mm-hmm. we operate like a traditional publisher. But so the thing with self-publishing is obviously anyone could decide to publish anything they want. Are you a filter where you're saying to them, this is, you should not spend the money to publish this book. It's Absolutely. not good. Yes. <laughs> oh, you do. You, you do say, eh, not a good idea. So a good <laughs> example is like this week, a, a, an amazing poet reached out mm-hmm. and I was like, oh, you know what? Let me talk to you about how you could do this completely. Do it yourself. Mm. So that you are not working with an agency like ours and spending lots of money. Mm-hmm. Poetry is super hard to market. Oh, mm-hmm. I'm so sure. let me walk you through an alternative. So the books that you're working with are you are convinced are going to make money. That I mean, the, we're interested in books that are going to do well in the marketplace. Yeah, exactly. we're we're really interested in people who have a platform, mm-hmm. but we can also help them build a platform. Um, like I said, people who are entrepreneurial in spirit and just want to control their message, mm-hmm. um, and they want their book to support that. Just a minute, I have. We have to stop. <laughs> okay, uh-huh. Amy has a master's in um, a master's degree in English. It's and she wrote her thesis oh on <laughs> 50 Shades of Gray. Explain. Explain <laughs> yourself, Amy. Okay, so... <laughs> yep. I, so 50 Shades of Gray is one of the most interesting um, examples of what is happening in the publishing industry right now. Because... 20 years ago, this book would have never seen the light of day. Do you Why? Think, because I, don't, I think, I really it, don't. I think because it's it was, horribly written. It is, and that I, would be my and I have spent more time reading Fifty Shades of Grey than anybody in their life really needs <laughs> Do you to. think it's a well-written book? No. Oh, good. No, I'm glad I'm not, not alone. Okay. No, no, no. But here's what's fascinating yeah. about it, is that it was like this, this um, convergence of technology um, and... Um, Publishing, they all it all came together to make this perfect moment for Fifty Shades of Grey yeah. to come out. So it was it, originally fan fiction on Twilight. Okay. Uh, so these are these are fans mm-hmm. participating in the genre that they love, in the stories that they love, writing new books, yeah. whole works, hundreds of thousands of words. Yeah, 
in this world that they love. So the idea that the technology exists so that they can do that. And then it became self-published mm-hmm. and had like a million downloads. I didn't realize it yeah. was self-published oh, originally. They're very oh, quiet about yeah. it being self-published. Yeah. Wow. She won't even admit it Never today, but heard it was. That. It was. Is she still right. <laughs> so then it was republished. I, I she's just basking on her island somewhere. Probably. <laughs> I see. Yeah. Yeah. Wow. So then, and then so the, the book deal. I mean, then the movie deal. Right. And, and so the, the publishers are responding because they're seeing what readers are mm-hmm. wanting to read, what they are participating in, and readers themselves are able to dictate mm. a lot of what is published nowadays. So publishers are just trying to catch up. So you mean your dissertation wasn't about sex? It, it was, wasn't about. Like, do, I, there a little bit. do I want to read your dissertation? I bet the professor really appreciated that. Well, you know, she's a very smart, smart woman who um, is fascinated by the public reception of this book, and you know, so she she was a great person to work with. Wow, that's amazing. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, that's it did so- spur this entire like. It it, it 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 relaunched erotica. Sure, it really did. Yeah, yeah. I would guess I didn't that- think it was very erotic. Oh, but then a lot of good erotica happened because of Fifty Shades of Grey. Like, I would say that that Mm -hmm. bad book, then lots of writers are like, well, if that did well, let me tell you how you can be, you know? Maybe you could refer my mother to some titles. That she can wear while she wears her Handmaid's (laughs) Tale costume. (laughs) I only read the first one, and I sat there reading it and laughing. Oh, it's hilarious. I mean, really? This is the best you can do. I mean, yeah, there's better out there. Yeah. I'll send you my favorite. But oh, are, all no one gets the, that turned on just by blowing on their skin. It just doesn't happen. All the copycats, did any of them make money? Oh, yeah. Tons of yeah. money. Tons. And here's what excites me about that. Okay, we didn't even talk about the ebook factor. It was oh, right. that's the other thing that happened because this ebook technology was uh. suddenly um, available. People could read it and not be ashamed of oh, riding on the bus. Hands, nobody right. knew what they were looking at. They could be very discreet about oh, who they were. Like, right. I, I remember that being they were reading. Mm-hmm. Yeah, a big conversation. And, and don't you think, too, all the, the publicity it generated, I mean, people who never would have picked it up, or not, you hear so much, and every comedian is talking, and every talk show, that that had to help sales, too. Oh, and, and absolutely. And the whole phenomenon. And Harmony as publishers. People were reading that book who had not read in years. I mean, that isn't that I interesting. I kind of believe that anything can be used for good. Yeah, that bad <laughs> book it spurred better erotica, right? But then it also got people reading. Yeah, well, that's mm-hmm. not a bad thing. So, do you feel dealing with all of the want to be authors that you deal with at Wise Inc. Is everybody thinking in the back of their head, this is going to be the next, you know, Harry Potter? This, is, I mean, is everyone thinking that this is like a an that. empire? Yeah. Book deal, oh. movie deal, products, the whole is, thing. What we try to help them do is reimagine what success is. I don't think mm. that every single book is meant to be a you know major motion picture. Yep. But I do think that most of our authors have a book that should be in the world. Mm-hmm. And that book should be the 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 impetus for greater things. So what we talk about at Wise Inc. is this is the book, but then what else? Is there a podcast? Is there a business? Mm-hmm. Are there many books? What else? Like, this is the start. Yep. This yeah. is not the destination. And I do think for a lot of people, especially with that entrepreneurial and business mindset, the book is sort of a legitimizer. 
It's not necessarily a money maker. Is that fair? And we're really trying to help them figure out other ways to market outside of the traditional bookstore. You know, the old way was you'd get a publishing deal. They'd give you an advance. They would publish the book. You might hear from them once or twice (laughs) in that process. Mm -hmm. Um, And then the book comes out. They send you on a multi-city book tour. Right. And and then goodbye. (laughs) Right. And then goodbye. Or you never get your work published ever. And so now that there are so many mediums for this to happen, um, that that old multi-city book tour um, just doesn't need to be at the forefront of how books get into hands of readers. So we like to help read authors find ways that are direct to their readers. Do you find yourself saying no to a lot of people that Mm -hmm. approach you? And how do you do do. that in a nice way and not hurt your feelings? I always refer people to a different and better way than working with Wiseink. I don't think that there is. We're not one of those businesses that says we could help everybody. We are the right fit for everybody. There are people who have amazing book deals. You know, a couple years ago, there was a contestant on Project One Way who called oh, us. Yeah. And I was like, you know what? I'm going to connect you with an agent who I think could get this book to, you know. So there have been times where I've connected a publisher with an a, another publisher with an author. There have been mm-hmm. times where I've said, let me tell you about this create space and how mm-hmm. that can help your book. We're talking mm-hmm. to the founders of Wise Inc. based in the Twin Cities. Um, what kind of book projects do you love? Like, what would you love to see land on your desk on Monday morning? Ooh, Amy, mm-hmm. you answer. Oh, okay. Well, you know, I I am I'm a mother. I have two little boys. Uh-huh. One is almost four. Um, the other is seven months. And so I love reading really soulful children's books mm-hmm. to my kids. Mm-hmm. Um, and so when I see a children's book that is really um, instructional or really fun or, um, you know, just gives Mm -hmm. them some good footing for being a person in this world, um, then I'm really excited. Okay, Mm -hmm. that's great. Are you able, if someone has an idea, are you able to hook them up like with an illustrator? Absolutely. There are hundreds of illustrators that we actually have access to. One of our favorite things to do is connect an amazing artist with an author who has this cool vision. Mm-hmm. I think there are a lot of people listening right now who are feeling very inspired. Let's myself do it, included. Allie. Yes, seriously. Let's do it. Okay. Yes, the world needs a book from us. Mom. They, I think they <gasps> Let's do. do it. Um, okay, okay, wait, okay, wait, 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 wait. We can keep going, but I have, we only have a minute. I have two two more quick questions. Number one, can you actually I can't help it, I'm business minded. Can you actually end up making money on a book that you yourself pay to self publish? Absolutely. A lot of our authors, I would say over 75% of our authors are in their second, third, fourth printing. Mm -hmm. They're using their book to command higher speaking fees if they're national speakers, if they're doing things like, you know, they own a business, their book is able to help them command higher prices for their for their uh, Mm -hmm. services. Mm -hmm. Um, And they're also selling their book directly to organizations and companies and clients that need it. Those books are also spurring other books, which then makes more money for their previous okay. books. So, so it's an absolutely. investment that pays off. Absolutely. And not just in book sales, in a lot of other ways, as Dara was kind of getting at. But we like to steer people to ways to reach their readers directly as much as possible. Barnes & Noble. We we love Barnes & Noble, but it's just we not where it's at source. for marketing. You guys are going to have to come back. Next time we'll have to talk about your favorite picks. Maybe you can leave us with a few that we'll put online. Dara and Amy, a pleasure to meet you. Thank you. Wise Inc. We'll call you soon when we have our book ready for you. Exactly. We will be back with more Shop Girls right after this. 
and dishes. We ran out of time with the wise ink ladies. I could have kept talking to them. It's See, Mom, I told you. You were like, what are we going to talk about book publishers about? There's so much to talk Allie, about. That was an inside thing. Oh, oh right. You, you reveal a lot that. of inside well, things. We but, need to make a list. Okay. But, but um, I just... I, didn't realize it would have to do with shopping, but in a way, it really does. Of course. And Business, entrepreneurship, all of that. Um, but books. I wanted, well, the one thing we didn't get to, which is probably the most important to a lot of people, um, is books to read. And so um, the ladies, Dara and Amy, left us, with, left us with a few titles, new books coming out this fall. And we'll put a link to their website, which is wiseinc.com, and it has all of their authors and books listed. But here are three. Um, the Girls Are Gone. A Life Lived Medium, which I believe is about a psychic. I believe you're right. Yes. And The Witness Tree by Amy Pendino. All, they're very excited about those. Those are new this fall. Yeah. Um, those are some picks from Wise Inc. So if you're Sounds looking good. for some new books and, and supporting a local company and what local authors. What should we write ours about? Oh, boy. Shopping? Guess Remember when we were going to write a wedding book? Yeah, speaking I of which, we're going to talk. What? Yeah, yeah, we're going to talk to uh, the wedding expert Emily Sefton from uh, Weddings from Minneapolis oh, Palm Weddings okay, Magazine. Good deal. Uh, next hour. Um, okay, well, it is that time in the show. It's time uh, to look at some trends, pick them apart, debate it up and down. It's whose look is it anyway? I can't she's wearing that outfit. It's time for the shop girls to ask. Can I ask you something? Whose look is it anyway? Okay. Can we start with the jeans? Do you mind? Sure. Or is no, that okay? Fine with me. Because I, you know, we have talked about this here yep. and there, but I'm really curious, Mom, especially, will know that it's really the thing if you tell me that you are embracing it. So, latest headline in Who, What, Where. And again, this is a headline that comes up approximately once every two weeks. It yeah. says, but this time, it's not just this an alternative to the skinnies. This time, it's really legit. Yep. They're saying, put your skinnies Away. Yep. The denim style that everybody should be embracing is the high waist, um, well, they, cropped they wide leg. To, they didn't say it has to be high waist. They're saying wide leg jeans. But and I do find that also, most of the wide legs I've tried on do have a higher, you, you don't usually find no, a well, low. They, well, no, not low rise, but they certainly can be just at the waist. Um, and what they're saying is if you thought that wide leg jeans were just for spring and summer, think again, because we are seeing this, um, what they call an ultra flattering cut in a style that everybody is going to be wearing for fall. Um, I saw some pictures. The truth is, it isn't that I don't think they're cute. I'm trying to figure out once it's cold enough that you're wearing stockings or tights or whatever am i going to like them with mm-hmm. this style i mean i can see them with you know at this time of year right 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 yeah no i hear you and i hear yet, you we, we just got a text from a listener that says jeans right now are awful 
Ooh. All capitals. Awful. Ooh, she's serious. How does about everybody this? else feel about this? Six five one six four one one zero seven one. What's? I'm very curious. What style of jeans have you bought most recently? What are you buying this fall? Six five one six four one one zero seven one. You can also tweet us at Alley Shops and at Harmony Kaplan. Hope. What about you? I you're, love my skinnies. I you're not giving them up. No, I'm not. You don't care what the fashion okay, editors say. But no. hope. I don't think that there's. <laughs> I don't think that they're saying you should give them up. Right. I think here's, they're we saying said, put them away. Give them a rest. Give mm-hmm. them a little rest before you pull them out again. The thing is, I remember a hundred years ago when gaucho pants mm-hmm. is what they call mm-hmm. culottes, and you know it's the same idea. It's that look. Yep. Where it gets wider, and I remember wearing them, and with boots, they look cute. So, so I, don't I know. Which I jeans. got a pair. Um, they're AG, a brand that I like. I have skinnies in AG, and I bought a pair of wide leg cropped jeans. Right. And I like them very much. I feel like I actually feel like they are they're really dark, and so I wear them for work. I almost yeah. wear them in exchange with you know. I mean, instead they're not dress skirt? pants, but they're. What'd you say? Instead it's of a skirt? Yeah. Well. Not instead of a skirt, but what I was going to say is they are very specific. It's not like my jeans, like I'm just going to put on my jeans with anything. Like I only wear them with fitted tops. That's my Uh, problem. Like they require a very specific kind of top. Anything that has any volume or any detail on top, I just feel like a big house. That's probably why I won't be wearing them a lot because that's not the kind of look I like. Yeah. Stephanie's on the lines. Hi, Stephanie. Hi. Uh, My comment comment is what am i supposed to i can't wear those jeans when i've got to wear boots that get through the snow I've right gotta, totally i've yeah i've got uh, jeans to tuck in hunter oh, boots thorough yeah. boots yeah you know yeah i can't totally. wear wide leg yeah. when we're chucking through the snow nope, no doesn't work you're right we're so but with you there super cute now yeah, yeah they are this is the time get your wear yep. out of them in the fall and then maybe for spring yeah. thanks stephanie like nice high waist Right. Thank you. <laughs> Thanks for calling. 651-641-1071. I, I mean, I think they can say it all they want, but yeah, I mean, the skinnies are never going to go away because no. they are just so functional. And I think that ultimately more people feel good in them. Well, and I think, you know, for those of us of a certain age that maybe don't think their middle is their best asset, you want something a little bit with a little more volume and that doesn't work with those jeans. Yeah. All right. Heed well, my warning. Keep the comments coming. We will be back to take your questions, to talk shop. Of course, we've got a tech report and some wedding news all coming up on Shop Girls. Don't go away.